Welcome back to the energetics of everything, your favorite place to learn about all things wealth, health, and personal development from an energetic perspective. If you are someone who is in pursuit of both being the best version of yourself and creating a wildly impactful life, then this is the place for you. Throughout this podcast, you will learn how to use my hindsight as your foresight as you identify your purpose, optimize your behavior patterns, and create a ripple effect of positive change that your soul knows you're capable of. My name is Eden Carpenter, and I am so excited to be a part of your personal growth today. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the energetics of everything. Today, I have a really fun story time planned for you. I'm going to be sharing the behind the scenes of the big decision that I recently made in my business to shift directions, burn down a lot of the things that have been previously successful and head in a new direction. So very manifesting generator of me, very, yeah, very Manny Jen. It's time for a pivot in direction feels like it came out of nowhere. So if you are interested in learning about pivoting, about the 6-2 profile, about Manny Jens, the emotional authority, and of course, what exactly I will be doing in this next phase of life and business, stay tuned because that's what we're talking about today. So I recently got back from a week-long team retreat in Costa Rica that was absolutely mind-blowing. It was such a beautiful experience. It was so amazing to meet some of the girls who've been working on my core team for two years now, and like we actually got to meet in person for the first time. So it was such a beautiful, beautiful retreat, and the whole time I just... I just felt things shifting. I know that when I travel, things tend to, I get this clarity. It's a very like mountains environment um, pattern to like come away, gain that clarity, step away from all the actions, step away from that daily life, and then have these big insights and this big clarity coming back. So I knew that I needed to make a shift in my business. That's something that's been apparent For the last couple of months when we had the big SSBA, the Business Academy launch that did not go the way we were expecting it to go. And then we had the SSCC launch, the Human Design Certification launch that also did not quite go the way that we were expecting. And so it's really easy, especially in business, to get caught up in the narrative of what everyone else is saying of like, oh, business is just changing. The industry is changing. The things that used to work aren't working anymore. We're going through a recession. And so absolutely everybody is going to be affected. And like, that's the reason for sales is everyone's in this collective energy of scarcity. And I I thought about that. Of course, I looked into that. I was contemplating that. I was just checking in to see if I was experiencing lack and scarcity. And if that's something that I was energetically available for, if I'm putting it out there, you know, like that's what I'm receiving. I'm just looking at all of the data and looking at all of the information that I've received. And of course, in order to look at that information from a neutral perspective, I have to feel through my feelings. So I get to acknowledge the frustration and I get to acknowledge the anger and I get to acknowledge how unfair it feels that I have done all of this work and it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to. I could talk about how unfair it feels regarding how there was so much interest in these programs and then people were saying it's not the right time. 
all of these things I could go into. And so I just started reflecting on like, what have I really been doing the past couple of months, the past year and a half or so. And money has always been a really big theme for me. It's always been something that I talk about a lot, that I've done a lot of work around. And so I noticed that it was a big theme that had been coming up for me in the past year or so. So I responded to that urge, I responded to that nudge and headed in that direction. And I think this is just such a beautiful example of how when we're responding, we never know the full story. We're only responding to what's correct in this moment and like the next correct action, because I can look at the last couple of months in business or the last year in business and say, oh, well, that was a failure. That didn't go well. This didn't go well. I can look at all of the things and I can really easily start doubting my decision-making, the things that I have done, the action steps that I have taken, the people that I have brought into my world, the people that I've trusted. But every single moment that I have made a decision in these past couple of years, I've done so from a space of intuition. I've done so from my inner authority. And so I trust that if I'm doing my best in the moment to follow my inner authority and to follow my intuition, then whatever action step I take is correct. Even if it doesn't lead to the immediate outcome that I am expecting or that I am desiring, that's part of the undefined energy, right? We get to be surprised and delighted by what we experience. And that means the broad range of it. It means being delighted and surprised by the things that we want to label as negative or the things that we want to label as failure as well. So is looking at all of these decisions and coming to a space of self-acceptance, feeling any feelings that were coming up, and then just taking in the feedback. And so I had originally thought a couple of weeks ago and kind of before I went on this team retreat to Costa Rica, I was really under the impression that my next step was going to be talking about money. Because in my eyes, that's what I've been focusing on for the last couple of years, because I've done all of this healing work, all of this ancestral work, all of this, like reconnecting with my family, all of these things that I thought was, and of course, it also was, this is an and situation, it's not a but or an or, but I thought that most of the work that I was doing was focused on my ability to receive money. And absolutely, yes. But when I took a step back and really what I saw when I was in Costa Rica was, while I have been deconditioning things related to money, I've been working with relationships. I've been working with people. I've been bringing human design to family dynamics. I've been bringing human design to ancestral healing and lineage patterns that have come up and you know the, fa- the family patterns of scarcity, the family belief systems. And I realized that like, well, yes, I have been kind of focusing on money. Really the biggest thing that's changed that has also impacted the money has been relationships, connection, communication, and family dynamics. And so when I took a step back and really saw that the last year or so really seems really profound to me. It's, it's a really beautiful experience. So I moved out when I was 18. Me and my now husband, we were high school sweethearts. We moved out together, 18, almost 19. No, it was pretty like mid 18. Yeah. We moved out at 18 and he enlisted in the Air Force a couple of months later. And so we got married pretty quickly. And then I was like, we moved to Missouri. We moved to the middle of the United States for six years. And while we were there, it was really difficult for me to keep long distance relationships with friends. Never been good at it. 
But what showed up was that I'm also not good at keeping up long distance relationships with family members. And so there's a large age gap in my family. We're we're spread out very much. There's eight of us children, which of course, eight in and of itself, just having that many children, there's going to be an age gap. I'm the second oldest. And so when I moved out at 18, my youngest sister was like nine. And so there's a huge age gap. And, you know, when you're an 18 year old, you're just a very different person than a nine year old. It's hard to connect. It's hard to kind of build those relationships. And so I've, you know, visited a couple of times, but it always felt like I'm visiting my family and this is really awkward because I'm very estranged. And so, you know, we're not really close. And I just assumed I'm like, that's fine. Maybe I'm just not someone who's super close to her family. I'm working on my stuff. I'm really focused. I'm in nursing school. I'm doing the business thing. I'm married. Like I've, I've got my whole life over here. It was going really well. And so this this realization really kind of hit back in April when we got word that my grandfather was in the hospital. So this was the first time that all of my siblings went back to where my mom currently is. And most of my siblings are living in Colorado. We all went back. We all saw each other for the first time in several years that we've like all been together. And it was really interesting to see what people were expecting versus what they were able to receive. And so this was one of the first times where like my younger sister, she's 16 now and I can vibe with a 16 year old. She's like a mini adult, you know, she's still very much a child, but I'm able to have more of a conversation with her. I'm able to um, like, you know, kind of see the things that are going on in her life and offer advice, offer guidance, offer just sarcastic feedback because that's our love language. I'm able to like really rebuild these relationships. And so I felt like for the first time in April, I met most of my siblings. Like I met the adult versions of them and we became friends. And so since then, my brother moved in with us for a couple of weeks, finished some school things here. We had them come out again. I had a couple of my siblings come stay for like a week. It was so much fun. And then when my grandfather passed a couple of weeks ago, we all went back again for him while he was in hospice care. So it was again, like most of us, my older brother didn't go, but most of us coming back, most of us meeting each other. And so just understanding like one, being able to like share relationship advice and talk about energy dynamics and relationship dynamics with teenagers and young adults has been a really fun conversation. And that's been a major theme of the things that I've been doing behind the scenes of my life, like while my business has just been running and doing its thing and talking about dynamics, but also the fact that I've spent really this past year, but you know, a lot of time working on healing my relationship to money, healing my relationship to like a lot of things, acceptance, receptivity, guilt, shame, scarcity, lack, resource scarcity, like so many different things have come up that I have intentionally healed and worked on. And so when I was able to reconnect with my siblings, I was able to validate a lot of their feelings, validate a lot of their experiences. I was able to just like share the perspective that I've gained from being so separate and from being so like removed from the situations. And so we were able to talk about things. We were able to heal things. We were able to move a lot. And so I realized like really the impact of me doing the ancestral healing that I've done, it's not just about me and it's not just for me. It's for my siblings. It's for the people in my life. And it's the most profound work that I've done because family is a 
juicy topic. Family can be a very triggering topic. And so, yes, money's been a thing. And so when I thought that money was going to be the next step, this is very like open head center too, where you're not sure where the inspiration is going to come from, but if it feels good in your body, you take that next step and the next piece of inspiration will come to you. And so I announced a little while ago that I think my new direction is going to be like, I know that business isn't it. Like that was, that was a truth for me is like business isn't it whatever I'm doing right now is not going to work because like we have evidence of that. We put it out there. We offered the big program. That's not quite what the people were interested in. They loved it, but it wasn't the right timing. So the energy was off and I thought about it and I was so relieved at the idea of not having to teach business strategy for an entire year that I knew that that was a decision that was also aligned with me. And so I've got that evidence and then I'm, you know, you know, doing, doing all of this work around money and healing and all of the things. So I knew there was something related to that. And so I thought about all of the content around money that I have been hesitant to share the stuff that I've created. I created a really amazing program like two years ago on money and human design. And then I was like, oh, well, it's not good enough. I need to redo it. I need to fix something. I'll come back to that topic and I'll fix it. And it was very much this idea that like, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to make it better, whatever ideas were in my head. And I think it's because SSCC came out right after the last time that I launched Patterns of Prosperity, which is my money program. And since that was such a wild success, everything else before that was then compared to this program that was a six-figure launch, its first, its first launch. And so I had a different understanding or a different perspective around like what successful meant and then, of course, I wanted everything to be, you know, in the caliber of the content that I created in SSCC. So I tend to doubt my earlier work. And I was like, oh, it's not good enough. I've learned so much since then. I'm a completely different person. I'll redo it. And so I fully believed that my next step was going to be really diving into money and healing your relationship to money and really talking about that. And so I was sitting with it and like it was a great It was so good for me to accept and to like open that up and to, yeah, it was really good for me to accept that like I've been doing all of this money work and that the business strategy, the business coaching is not quite where my soul wants to be. And it's funny because I've had this feeling for a really long time that I'm not going to be a business coach forever. I also genuinely believe that I probably won't be doing human design forever either because I know myself. I know the patterns that I go through. I know what's a phase and I know what's not. And so I've been saying it for a while that not everyone's meant to be a business coach. And if at any point it's time to move on, it's time to move on. And that's perfectly okay. And I've been talking about how I see the shift in the industry that's about to happen is a lot of people who are trying to be business coaches and who feel like that's their calling are going to realize that that's not actually what they're meant to do. That's just what they think is going to make them money. And so they're going to like make a shift. And I genuinely believe that everyone is designed to have an incredible impact and it's going to look different for everybody, but we don't need everyone to be a business coach. (laughs) So I have all of these opinions and I have all of these perspectives around business coaching and like the coaching industry in general. So letting go of that identity wasn't something that really scared me. And so this was a major difference for me from my last big shift. And my last big shift was I quit my nursing job six weeks after being hired as a brand new registered nurse. I just finished my bachelor's degree. I had just passed the national nursing board's exam. 
got my license and lasted six weeks before I quit my job to really focus full-time on my business. And this was a little over two years ago. It was two years and like a month. (laughs) So it's funny that I have these like two-year cycles kind of happening. But two years ago, I left the nursing world. And of course, that was a really, really, really big decision for me. And it genuinely felt like an identity. It felt like I was losing someone. There was grief. I was like losing a part of myself and a piece, like this whole identity that I had built up around being like one of the top students in my class and always having great notes and turning in all of my paperwork on time and being great with patients and surprising all of the nurses that I was like nurse preceptors that, you know, with how smart I was and with how much information I could share. But what's so, so, so funny is that all of the feedback that I got from all of the nurses that I worked with was the way that you give patient education is really something phenomenal because we would have you know, we'd have patients in and I did a lot of work in the emergency room and, you know, people are coming in for fast things. There's this fast paced energy where we're we're trying to get people out the door quickly, but we're dealing with pretty complex physiological systems and we're dealing with pretty complex disease processes. And there's something just, I just know when somebody's not understanding something. And if you've listened to me talk about human design, I come up with really random analogies all of the time. And so I did the same thing in nursing school where I was just teaching. I was just explaining things. I was just making sure that people understood the information that was relevant to them. And that's the main thing that was seen in me, (laughs) even in this whole nursing world was you're such a good teacher. You're so good at explaining things. You really connect with people. Like people really like you. People feel really safe in your energy. That's like weird. That's kind of weird language. If you think about like the medical community and the scientific, you know, scientific backed research and, you know, like nursing in general, it's weird for people to say, your energy makes people feel safe. But that was one of the things that people said. So even then, like there was, you know, there was a couple of things, but leaving that job and leaving that career was a major, major identity shift. And I did it very quickly. I came back from a trip from Sedona. It hit me on the way back that I had to quit my job like the next day, not in six months, like I was kind of planning on. And so then I had to immediately inform my husband. It was very out of left field for him. It caused a lot of, chaos. It caused a lot of chaos where for me to say, like, I'm selfishly going after this thing that I want. And I know it doesn't make sense to everybody, but this is what I'm doing. It caused a lot of issues in the beginning. And of course, my husband, my family, everyone's come around and it's been extremely supportive of it, but there was a lot of drama in the beginning. So this time when I'm making the shift from business coach and really being, you know, I've had business coaching clients for the last several years. I've run masterminds on business strategy. I have taught courses on positioning yourself, on branding, on, you know, like business structures, on like so many things related to human de- human design and business, but it's just not sticking the way that I want it to stick. And so there's this really big identity piece where, you know, I've been seen as I feel like I'm one of the first few people to really blend human design and business. I was one of the first people to offer that in my coaching certification program. I was, you know, I feel like I've played a major part in bringing human design to the coaching world in general. And I'm so, so, so proud of that. There's also this feeling of like responsibility of like, 
if I started this conversation, have I closed everything? Have I done the best that I can? Like, of course, I don't want to just bring new ideas to the collective and then leave it in chaos if people are like not understanding something or if there's issues in the way that content's being taught. Like integrity is so, so, so important to me. That's my North node. (laughs) My North node in gate 18 is like, everything needs to be perfect. I want it to be in integrity. And my wanting view, my fear motivation, like all of these details about me where I see the room for improvement. I see what still needs to be taught. I see the issues that are popping up with human design content being available for business strategy. And there's all of these things that I've been trying to fix. I've been trying to teach correctly. I've been trying to do it differently. And I didn't realize how frustrated I was. I thought it was really just like me completing the things that I started almost, but really what's come up for me is that it's not about one. It's not about me. (laughs) It's about the content and it's about the information. And I am not a five line. I think five line profiles are phenomenal people who are able to see exactly what the problem is and they're able to fix it. And every single time that I've tried to fix a problem, which isn't even a problem, it's just the way that my brain operates and sees that there's possible room for improvement. There's potential for it to be different. There's potential for people to understand it differently. Like I want to, I get attached to that and I want to very undefined G center. I want to be that person for people. Five lines offer this like hero energy. And I love being that person. I love that. I'm very in my undefined G center there. <laughs> like, let me be your hero. Let me like, love me for all of the things that I can offer you. Love me for the solutions, the things that I can fix and the pain that I can take away. It's very, very attractive to my undefined G center to be that person, but it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable for me to be talking about things that I have to like sit down and like think of and kind of come up with and try and piece together. I do well when content just flows. That's how I'm designed. Like with that 3420 information is just supposed to pour through me. And of course I work with ideas and I piece things together bit by bit, but things are supposed to flow through me pretty easily. And with four motor centers defined, I'm supposed to be a pretty energized person. And so considering the fact that I'm tired a lot of the time and I work all of the time and I am still not quite satisfied with the work that I'm doing. All of these signs are saying that the talking about business just isn't quite it. Something else needs to change. And so of course, according to my profile, according to my design, according to all of the things, I am someone who's here to kind of go off in my own world and find new ideas, find new concepts and bring new ideas and concepts to, to the world and to society and see if they accept it or not. That's the left. That's the cross of duality. That's my incarnation cross. Yeah. It's the cross of duality where like I go into, I, I go into my own little world and I create these new ideas and I come up with these new things and I do all of this research. And then I bring that to the collective when I'm ready for it. And so I didn't realize that this was happening behind the scenes, but I've been doing that. I've been learning about relationships. I've been learning about ancestral healing. I've been learning about connection. I've been looking at, I mean, I've been looking at business charts for years, but really understanding family charts, like that family penta dynamic is so different than the business chart dynamic, but understanding both of them actually allows me to understand each of them deeper and in a bigger, like, yeah, on a deeper level. So it's been so good to just 
kind of accept that the content that I want to create and the conversations that I want to have are less business focused and they're more life focused. It's more lifestyle content. It's more just talking about energy and just talking about people as a six, two profile. Most of my karma, most of the things that I have to detangle in this lifetime are not personal. It's not inside me, myself, when I'm alone, I'm great. I am great on my own. (laughs) I am, I am my number one client. Like I am phenomenal by myself, but interacting with other people is where things get, get challenging for me. And so that connection, that communication, that's something that I've been working on so much over these past couple of years. And so I'm just recognizing that I'm bored with the business conversations. I'm over the business conversations. My sacral energy is just not there anymore. And that means that it's time for a shift. So let's kind of just start talking about what the shift is going to look like and the decisions that I've made moving forward. I still really love a lot of the business content that I've created, especially since it was the stuff that was captured while I was excited about it, while I was really in the flow and while that energy was like fresh and authentic coming through me, it wasn't forced. It was very beautiful. And so I still want to make a lot of that available. I just don't think I'll be creating more content around business maybe even money and manifestation too. I don't know if those are topics that I want to be talking about. I didn't realize how much being a quote business coach was limiting my expression too. I felt like I had to apply everything that I was teaching to a very specific example. And I was using business coaching like as that example consistently because I was like, oh, it's not tangible enough. I need to like ground this idea in, make sure that people are understanding what I'm saying But I think that it's actually going to be easier to explain when I'm not tied down to trying to describe it in a specific scenario. I can talk about like how it operates. And of course we can use examples, but I feel like I'm less tied down and less restricted without being labeled as a business coach and really just talking about people. And so these are really good. That's a really good, like I talked about constriction specifically in my G center. So how I navigate this feeling of, I don't know who I am and I don't know where I'm going at this point. <laughs> As I navigate that, I consistently use gate 46 and gate 25. Those are the two hanging gates that I have defined in my undefined G center. And so in 25, we have the shadow of constriction that moves into the gift of acceptance. And then we have 46 is seriousness to delight. We've got the gift of delight, the shadow of seriousness. So things, when I'm really out of alignment, with my identity, the ways that I'm going to experience that are the shadows of constriction and seriousness. And so business has felt very serious. All of this money talk has felt very serious. And I didn't realize how constricted it made me feel, but it did. It it felt very, very constricting internally of like, oh my gosh, that like, this is the only direction that I have. Like it, it felt like the only option. Right. And that's the energy of constriction is like, oh my God, I have to go in this direction because like everything else is a no. There's nothing else possible. I have to talk about money because everything else feels really constrictive. And then I realized that even talking about money was still creating that sensation of constriction for me. That's when I was like, okay, it's got to be something bigger. It's got to be something broader. What do I really want to talk about? It came up two, three times outside of me. It's actually come up several times outside of me where my business manager mentioned, like, maybe you should bring in something like talking about relationships or 
like kids talking about like parenting and things like that. Cause like, I just have, so, I have this intuitive feeling. I'm very intuitive. And so she was mentioning it. And then a couple of other people on my team were mentioning specific things. And then my siblings said something and I was working with an Akashic record healer a reader, but we were doing some healing work in the Akashic records and it popped up there as well. So it was just everywhere outside of me and it gave me these things to respond to. And it just felt so good in my body of like, what if I could just talk about people? If I could just talk about people and patterns and human design, it wouldn't feel like I was responsible for creating the information and presenting it in a way that people were going to be able to instantly take it turn it around and like create a result from it. It's easy to do that when you're talking about changing your behavior. It's not as easy to, you know, create something and say like, this is valuable. And for me to feel like I've given people results. If I'm talking about, if you do this, you're going to make money because the the thing with that <laughs> is that you have to take the actions and, you know, there's, there's energetic sides as well, but there's a lot more factors involved in that. And if you're, if you're not making the money that you want, then you're going to blame me for it, or I'm going to blame me for it. Even if you're not, even if my goal is to heal your relationship with money, if you're not making more money, that's going to make me start to question if I'm doing my, my job and my responsibility. And I'm, you know, such a generous person. I'm such a giving person. It means so much to me that I'm able to create things that genuinely provide results. Like that's what's most important to me. And I realized that one, a lot of the people who are coming to me for business things were actually asking me about relationships. Most of the private clients that I have had in the last couple of years, we've run connection charts. We've talked about them and their partner. We've talked about their sex life. We've talked about their relationships. We've talked about communication. We've talked about division of labor. We've talked about kids, parenting, education, all of the lifestyle things that support you being in alignment in your business. And I think that this really also showed me that I've built the lifestyle that supports me being in alignment. And yes, I've done that in my business, but I've also done it outside of my business. And the reason why it's so successful in business is because my business is not the only place that I get to show up in full alignment. It's everywhere in my life. And so I am fully aligned in my life. I am in my design. I am in integrity. I am doing everything that I want to be doing in my world. And it also is reflected in my business. And so to kind of lead the charge in this new direction, I know that there's a ton of people talking about human design and relationships and, and parenting and kids, because that's what human design is really for ultimately. And I'm ready to kind of jump into that conversation and talk about it the way that I talk about it, talk about it and explain things in the way that no one else explains. No one else talks about things the way that I do. And I love getting the messages in the comments that just say, that you can like go to a bunch of other different, you know, human design profiles on Instagram or, you know, Pinterest or whatever. And you learn a lot of the same things, but then you come to my world, you come to my page, you come to my podcast. And while I could be talking about the same thing, you learn something so different and you learn something that you don't get to learn in other places. And that's like my favorite compliment to get. So obviously my intention with shifting directions in my conversation is to explain relationships and parenting and education and connection and communication in the way that I understand it, because that's the next conversation that's being pulled through me. And so I know that I'm not the first person to talk about this. Absolutely not. I will probably not be the last person to 
and into like relationships and talking about this stuff with human design. But I want the business coaching community to be able to see that business coaching is not the be all end all. And like one, you can be wildly successful in any niche that you choose. And then also if business coaching isn't it for you, like you have other options and like human design is applicable to so many more things than just business. So it's time for me to have a new conversation. It's time for me to talk about different things that I didn't realize I was holding myself back from talking about because of this business coaching identity, but it's time for me to kind of take off that hat. I've completed all of the business coaching, coaching clients that I have had. We've kind of finished up everything there and now it's time to transition into the next phase. And so the next phase is talking about connection, relationships, and human design. I don't know exactly what this is going to look like yet. And I'm so excited for the first time in forever. I'm in this space of like, I have no idea what's going to happen next, but I'm really excited about what's going to happen next because I just know there's just this deep knowing that whatever comes through next is going to be even better than I can plan, even better than I can imagine. And so I'm just so open to allowing it to be that with it, like with that intention and really just holding space for something incredible to come through, I am being very intentional around this transition phase. So one, I've done the inner work. I have done the identity work. I have done the things that I needed to do to release any attachments that I had to this previous identity, release any resistance I have towards stepping into this next identity. I've done that work internally. That was great. I then informed my team. I informed the people closest to me, the people who were going to need to know what was going on because they're part of this next journey. They're part of this next initiation. This is really like this is another urge. This is that Manny Gen urge. And I know that manifestors have these consistently. And I believe Manny Gens do as well, where this is my next urge. And then I'm going to kind of initiate this. I'm going to inform. And then over the next couple of years, I'll really be in that generator energy where I'm just responding, responding, responding kind of within the umbrella of that urge. But this is the next big creative urge that's coming through me, which means that I have to be informing a lot. I need to be over informing. I need to be over explaining what's going on to make sure that the right people are able to come with me in this next step and to push away the people who are not ready for this next step. The people who are not interested in like, if you're, if you're really only here for the business money and human design content, then like you may not want to stick around anymore. You may want to stick around just to watch me as a business owner change directions in my business and in my company. That might be a really fun adventure. But the content that I'm creating, if it's not speaking to you, it's not going to speak to you. And that's completely your prerogative. I would prefer you unfollow me. And then if something does pop up <laughs> and then it's like speaking to you at any point in the future, that then you allow yourself to come back into my world. But this is like, this is a turning point and the right people are going to come with me. The wrong people are not. And they're going to be free to go explore the other corners of the internet because there's tons of them. There's tons of places to hang out on the internet that you don't have to be anywhere near me if that's not where you want to be. So this next phase of, you know, we're, we're shifting business. I informed my team. I've now informed all of you guys. We did my impromptu announcement on Instagram. We sent out an email. We're doing this podcast now. These are all of the details. This is me really opening up and informing. And this next step is, it's really, it, it's really important because I feel like there's this energy of completion. And so when I have a creative urge, it's like this excitement is starting to build for the next phase. This excitement is starting to 
yeah, like ramp up. It's like the hype phase, but there's also this ego energy. And so my ego energy is coming in and it's coming in in a very aligned way, but this is my decision-making factor. Like my emotional wave is attached to my ego center. My emotional definition is completely unconscious. The only conscious access I have to that entire split is in gate 26. That's my only conscious gate in that whole little split area. And so my feelings are very ambiguous. My feelings are sometimes difficult to pin down and say, this is exactly what that is, but I'm getting better at it. Obviously it's been years of practice, but my ego is involved in things. And so when I make decisions, I turn like the conversation is how do I turn what I'm feeling into commitment, into willpower, into action, into resolve. That's my conversation in my authority channel. If you don't know your authority channel, What is the channel that defines the center that is your authority? If you're emotional authority, what's the channel in your emotional center? If you have multiple, play with that. Look at that. What are all of the voices that are involved in that authority decision-making conversation? Because like, if you know that conversation, you can navigate that conversation. You can move the emotions through that conversation and that context very quickly, very easily. That's the goal. And so when I am making a decision, it's turning, it's two motor centers, right? It's in the emotional center, which is a motor center and an awareness center. And then the ego center, which is a motor center, they're connecting, they're having this conversation. And so of course, what comes out of my decisions is going to be very heavily backed by action, very heavily backed by action. And so with my decision-making process, there's this essence of like, how do I make sure that I'm staying in integrity? How do I make sure that I'm doing something that's fair? The 3740 channel is very much about like weighing the pros and cons of like, what can I do for you? How can I take responsibility for my desires and show you that divine will is all in self-responsibility? And like, if when you take responsibility for your desires and for making the things that you want happen, we create the self, uh, yeah, this self-reliance that supports interconnectivity and supports healthy relationship dynamics because it doesn't allow for codependency. It allows for support, yes, but it doesn't allow for codependency. And so like, that's the conversation that I navigate when I'm making decisions. How do I make sure that I'm doing what's aligned for me to get the things that I want? How can I make sure I'm not exhausting myself to give to other people the things that I can tell that they want? How can I empower other people to take responsibility for being the only person in their world who is capable of getting the things that they want and making the reality that they desire happen for them? And so the best way that I can do that is not by doing it for you, not by you know exhausting myself to give you everything possible to make it easier for you, but it's to show you that you're strong enough to navigate that by showing you how I navigate it myself. And so as I commit to going after the things that I want and having the conversation that feels better to me, there's also this energy of completion. It's really important to me. And so this next phase is going to be one of completion before I really jump into all of the new content. And so that requires me to inform, that requires me to finish any projects that are unfinished, finish anything that I have promised to finish. Now is the time for it to get done. Now is the time for it to be like karmically cleared from my plate so that I can really step into this next phase with full clarity, um, with like enter like the karma, like clean karma, you know, clean slate. That's the vibe we're going for in this next phase. And so as I step into that, a couple of things pop into my mind. I'm still working on some of the content for SSCC. It's been over two years 
and I am still creating videos. I am still creating content. And there's a couple more that I want to finish before it's fully complete in my eyes. So I know that I have some video recording that I need to do. I'd also recently started this conversation around money. I've talked about money. We had a masterclass on it. We have some like things on the back end, like on the funnel sides of things working related to money. And so how can I make sure that I'm finishing that conversation? And what came through was actually that I need to run another live round of my money program. And this will be like the last time that I run it, but it's been two years since I ran it. I was going through some of the content and I recognized that yes, in two years, I have changed a lot, but my process and my understanding of human design and money and that relationship really hasn't changed. And so the foundation, the groundwork that I laid a couple of years ago when creating Patterns of Prosperity, it's still it's still incredible. It's still phenomenal. It's still something that I'm very proud of. And so I didn't actually need to fix it. I just needed to allow it to be seen by the world in the way that it needs to be seen. So these are the net, like the big two things. Actually, there's a third one. The third one is the masterclass series that I'm doing. I have, I've done two of the six monthly masterclasses in the Sacred Success Code series. They're of course available like individually, but I know that like that's a commitment that I have to fulfill as well. So there's three major things that are like effort for me, things for me to still be doing that are in my eyes tied to and related to this business coach identity. But once I complete those, it's really going to feel like this closing out. Like, you know, that feeling when you close all of your tabs at the end of the day and you actually shut off your computer, it's just like that done sensation. And that's really important to me. That closure is really important to me. And this is because I'm an ego being. (laughs) These are promises that I made. These were promises that I made to other people, but ultimately to myself. I promised that I would get those things done. They're probably tasks that I like I'm in alignment with, but they will require a little bit of willpower to get done. That's not a bad thing for me, right? Like I have ego definition. I'm here to use my willpower when necessary. This is one of those times where that's a commitment that I made. It's important for me to fulfill that commitment, even when it's not coming purely from sacral energy. I know I can get into the flow and I know I can tap into that sacral energy. I know I can do that, obviously. But those are the things that for me need to be completed so that I have closure on this business coaching side of things. And then I can really step into this next identity with clarity. So with that being said, we already had a couple of podcast episodes recorded for the month of November. So November, we're going to continue with our as scheduled content, the things that we already had planned Of course, I'm going to be dropping in whatever I'm inspired to talk about anyways, because I've already been doing that (laughs) if you've been following on Instagram. But it's time for me to kind of take the month of November to one, finish and complete everything that needs to be finished and completed. I have space. I have breathing room. I have room for the clarity for the next steps to really come through. But it's Also this feeling of like, I don't need more guidance right now. I don't need more answers because I know what my next steps are. My next steps are to wrap up the few things that I need to wrap up and then start pouring energy into this new direction as it comes through me. And I've already been, there's already a coloring sheet on connection charts. There's already a post on it. There's already some content around channels. I've already made a highlight on my stories about 
just like the pivot behind the scenes, there's already all of this energy being poured into that new direction. And so that's where I am right now. I'm navigating the sensation of like, I know what I need to complete. I know the main tasks in front of me. And then I know the next direction that my energy is going to be heading in. And I don't need to know more. I have no idea what's going to come of this. I have no idea if it's going to turn into certification or if it's going to turn into a membership or if it's just going to be like programs or if it's going to primarily be like blog posts or maybe I'll start a YouTube channel. I don't know how this content wants to come through until I'm really in that space of like fully connecting with it. And that's going to be so much easier when I have this, like everything off of my plate, right? That clean slate that's when everything's really going to come through. So yeah, we are celebrating new directions. We're moving into a new phase. It's going to be very, very exciting. I am just really excited to see what comes through. And I haven't felt this relaxed in the unknown for a while. And I think that that's such a major sign for me that this is in alignment is that I haven't felt this relaxed in the state of unknowing in a while. And that comfortability within the uncomfortable is such a powerful feeling to create and to have. I'm very grateful for it right now. So just to recap a couple of the shifts and changes that we're making, we're revamping the website. We will be revamping the entire website, making it much more searchable, much easier to navigate. And the intention is that we're going to create like a place where all of the content that's related to business and money and human design that I enjoy and that I like and that I approve of as good enough to Come with us into the next phase. We'll live there as self-paced options. You will be able to go through, you'll be able to read, you'll be able to access all of those things. SSCC, I know it will still be available as a self-paced course. I'm debating on if it's if it's aligned or not to continue to run the, the programs with the support coaches and with all of the calls. I'm still riding my emotional wave on that. You will be the first to know. <laughs> As soon as I have clarity, I'm just not sure what that will look like. I have been playing with the idea of just having a couple of support coaches ongoing for that self-paced container of like running the calls, running, just like to give support in that container, but still allowing the students to be primarily self-taught and self-led, but it might just want to be a self-paced program. And it like, that might just be the next phase and the next iteration is that we don't run it live again. And that's that's fine. You know, we've run it live four times <laughs> and it's been a great class every single time. And so maybe it's time for it to just be the self-paced program that it is because we have so many incredible students who are thriving in the self-paced environment, the self-study. And so like, maybe that's the direction it wants to go. I'm still riding that emotional wave. I will give you clarity. So that's coming. That's happening. We're going to make the business things, the money things available it will be very searchable. There just won't be new content related to business and money and yeah, that <laughs> sales marketing, like all of that conversation. It just won't be like fresh new con content. We will be running Patterns of Prosperity live. It's going to be a six week group coaching program starting in December. We're going to take a little bit of time off for the holidays, of course, and then kind of picking back up in January. So you will get access to the five modules that I've already created around money and human design and gene keys. There's workbooks. There is a whole bunch of stuff, but the sales page isn't ready yet as of recording this episode. So in the meantime, you can go to, we have a three part video series that's free called the shadows of abundance. So I did a program with 
nine of them going through nine of the centers and just discussing how that center shows up in relationship to money. Like what's the conditioning in every single center around money. And we're actually giving you three entire center videos. So I think they're like 30 minutes each. So it's like 90 minutes worth of free videos talking about the three centers that I see as being the biggest impacts with money. So we've got your three free shadows that will get you on the right list. You'll get information when patterns of prosperity is available, but it will be like launching in November, starting in December. That's the energy right now. And then this will be the last time. This will be my completion round for patterns of prosperity. We will have Q&A calls. You'll get all of your questions answered and we'll be recording a sixth module for the program. It will live on my website after that as a self-paced program. But if you want like any final interactions with me related to human design and money, then you want to be on that list. So make sure that you're getting the three shadows of abundance so that you can join the waitlist kind of vibe. You'll, it's not really a waitlist, but it's an email list <laughs> that we will be sending information to related to patterns of prosperity, but we'll put the link for that in the show notes. So that's coming. And then who knows what's going to happen in 2023. It's going to be an incredible year. There's going to be a lot of pivots, a lot of shifts in directions, I believe. And I'm just really excited to see how everything unfolds. So thank you very much for listening to my long-winded story of all of the things that have happened, this pivot, this shift in direction. I hope that this was inspiring. I hope this was educational. And I hope to see you tagging along and staying around for this next iteration of the I Am Eden Carpenter brand. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you in the next episode.